Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan. So it is the day after the Super Bowl, and you know what that means, trailer talk. Um, So for those of you that have been following me here on the main channel, of course you guys would know that the Deadpool 3 trailer was coming this Super Bowl. Everybody was pretty much expecting this uh, this trailer to come out. However, there is another trailer I want to talk about today that actually blew me away and that I was not expecting. Um, however, before we do uh, get into today's topics, discussions, and deep dives, um, I will be having the link tree in the description down below. Please do click on it to follow our social medias, mainly on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is where I post, I guess you could say, more of like movie posters, behind-the-scenes pictures and stuff, as well as our Discord, so please do uh, join the Discord as well while you're in the link tree. Um, and then, of course, our Instagram we use whenever we uh, post a new video and whatnot. We also do upload, like, movie posters and stuff there as well. But, um, for the most part, Twitter is where we post a little bit of the extra goodies that we also uh, put onto the Discord as well. Um, but it's good to follow us everywhere. The Discord, of course, is more of a community uh, for people that enjoy the PC Boys podcast and what we talk about and can find like-minded people and uh, discuss with each other as well as uh, participate in polls and whatnot that I put up on there. Uh, PC Boys merch is, of course, available on the link tree as well if you would like to buy that to support us. Not so much for the money uh, side of things, but uh, for more of like advertising purposes and get the brand out there. Um and last but not least, please do uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to this uh, audioly, we are, of course, on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, on um, Amazon Music slash Audible as well. We're pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, but those are the major ones. So please do follow us audio wise. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. It, you know, I'd really appreciate it and I'd like it a lot. Um, trying to grow the brand and get bigger, um, and of course it'll boost us in the algorithm. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into today's major topic. So, with the Deadpool trailer that has come out, um, I want to, uh, discuss about that first before we go into the Twisters trailer, which is actually something I'm very excited to talk about, but I know everybody wants to hear about Deadpool. So, when it comes to the Deadpool trailer, uh, it opens up, and a lot of people seem very confused. They're like, how's Vanessa and all these people alive? Like, didn't they die um, in the previous uh, Deadpool movies? And all these characters did. But if any of you um, go back and watch Deadpool 2 at the very end of the movie, he gets a hold of uh, Cable's time slip device and goes through multiple different timelines, uh, saving people from their deaths and changing things. <laughs> so that is why everybody else is alive. Now, there also um, is talk about, of course, um, you know, Wade becoming a car salesman and his life, you know, he's retired being uh, the Merc with Mouth and his life is essentially not as good, right? Like, he's happy that he has everybody that he loves around him, but he misses being Deadpool. And even Vanessa and him seem to have a very strange relationship where she calls him buddy and they seem more distant. Um, And you can tell in the opening moments of the trailer that there's definitely, like, something wrong with Deadpool. Like, he's not acting like himself. (laughs) And then, of course, they present him with his birthday cake, he blows out the candles, and who shows up at the front door? None other than the TVA. Now, the TVA, this has been a huge discussion when it comes to reports way back into the summertime that the TVA was going to reportedly have a huge role in this movie, and, of course, this trailer confirms that. Um, I had no doubt about those rumors. It actually made a lot of sense that the TVA would come in because of Deadpool's jumping around different timelines and stuff and do, you know, different time uh, travel and whatnot. 
that is going to spark the interest of the TVA. So it made a lot of sense to me back in the summertime. I talked about it on the podcast, I believe, over the summertime and the leaks about the TVA and stuff like that um, and what they were going to do there. But now it's confirmed, so we don't have to no longer speculate on that. And it looks like the TVA are going to hire Deadpool to essentially go through the multiverse and, um, you know, clear up something that's going on. Uh, But we know the main villain of this movie is going to be none other than uh, Cassandra Nova, who is, of course, Charles Xavier's, like, psychotic, evil twin sister, who has the same powers as him, or similar powers. Um, But that's the main villain. We know that. But how the TVA plays into that, we don't know. We do see Deadpool fighting the TVA and killing people, so I wonder if, like, the TVA turns on him at some point, if maybe they're working for Cassandra. I don't know exactly what's going to happen there. Um, But we know that the TVA essentially hires Deadpool, makes him a new suit, gives him everything he needs weapon-wise to go and, of course, hunt down um, Cassandra. Uh, At least, presumably, that's what they hired him to do. Um, now, throughout the trailer, there's a lot of shots of the Void. Uh, the 20th Century Fox logo is in the Void. Um, we also see TVA, um, you know, agents, uh, get eaten by the lovely cloud monster of the Void, which we saw in Loki. I forgot the character's name, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, the big mist monster that devours everything in the Void, um, you know, will be present in this. So, they are in the Void for a little bit of this. It looks like there's a scene in, like, a snowy forest that looks reminiscent of of the Avengers Age of Ultron opening fight. Um, so maybe that's the same forest. Maybe it's not, but it looks very similar. Um, and of course, we see Deadpool doing like cool fucking reloads and shit like that. We do see Cassandra Nova for a slight second in the trailer. If you see the bald headed lady, some people mistaken that to be the ancient one. But of course, I know that's not the case. And those of you that listen to this podcast probably know that that's not the case, but maybe not. Um, but. So, essentially, the trailer goes through Deadpool doing some fighting with the TV and whatnot, and uh, doing flips, tricks, sword, you know, play, and all that other great stuff. And then at the end of the trailer, of course, Wolverine stands over Deadpool, uh, pops out his claws, and goes to stab him, and then, of course, you get hit with the title, Deadpool and Wolverine, coming July 26. Um, But, there were some things in this trailer that were very interesting to take note of. So, I'm going to scroll down. Um, So, first of all, in a part of this trailer... As you can see here, there is uh, a what looks to be a Wolverine variant in a nice white suit um, that, of course, is at like a gambling table of some kind. And this is either a reference or we may potentially be seeing a variant of Wolverine, also known as Patch. And, of course, I attached the comic book cover of Patch. There's a lot, of, of course, in the multiverse, like any other character, there's many different versions. You have Old Man Logan, hence the original, you know, Logan movie that came out back in, what, 2016 or something like that. And Patch. Patch is another variant of Wolverine um, in the comics. And this is what it looks like that we're going to be seeing in Deadpool is Patch. Or maybe, as we know with Deadpool, there's the, like, subversion of expectation, like they're in Deadpool 2, when he's at the funeral, then there's that guy, that mob boss that looks like Tony Stark, and he comes out of the casket and shoots him. This could be somebody that looks like Patch, but isn't actually Patch, and it could be an Easter egg thing, or this could actually be a variant version of Wolverine that is Patch. Um, and... It really could go either way, but my guess is it's going to be a a multiversal variant because we know Deadpool's going to be looking for the most comic-accurate Wolverine. Like, he's going to be going into the multiverse looking for Wolverine, and he's probably going to find multiple different versions that 
are not going to actually help him. And my guess would be this would be one of those variants that he's not going to end up having, you know, um, a partnership with. And maybe he kills him, or maybe it's not actually Wolverine. Who knows? But my guess is, is that this is a multiversal variant and not just a nod, and it happens to just be somebody with a Wolverine haircut that happens to look like Patch. I think it's actually going to be a multiversal variant being Patch. Um, but that's my, that's my guess if I had to look at it. Because there were a lot of reports that, like I said, Deadpool's going to be looking for the right variant of Wolverine. And they're not going to be touching the Logan variant, so Logan's completely out of the question. That, ver like, Old Man Wolverine, that's out of the question. Um, but that's where we're at. Another thing that was in this trailer, so in the scene where Deadpool gets, uh, pushed through the concrete wall and he's lying down before Wolverine stands above him and pops out his claws, if you look to the left, left of him, you can see this in the trailer, this comic book is lying on the ground. Now, of course, um, somebody zoomed in on the comic book and noticed it was a Secret Wars comic with Doctor Doom on the front cover, which, of course, could be either saying maybe Doctor Doom will be in this movie, not saying as like a villain or anything, but maybe they'll introduce him or a multiversal variant. It could also be a just a teaser because Doctor Doom has appeared in the Fox X-Men, or excuse me, the, the Fox Fantastic Four movies. So maybe it's just a nod at the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom, or maybe this actually is saying something down the road. Now, it is a Secret Wars comic, and we know Avengers Secret Wars is coming. If it was just a comic with Doctor Doom, it could have, it could have just been like an Easter egg nod, be like, oh yeah, 20th Century Fox did those old Fantastic Four movies that had Doctor Doom in them. But since it's a Secret Wars comic, I guarantee you, we're probably getting Doctor Doom for Secret Wars. Chances are. That would be my guess based upon this. And also, if you look a little bit to the left-hand side of that, this bottle here, this is actually the same soda bottle that was in The Incredible Hulk that Stan Lee's character drank from. And got uh, radioactive poisoning. If you go back to the Incredible Hulk, he was working at a soda plant, I think in Brazil, um, and then one of the bottles got to Stanley with um, gamma radiated blood in it from uh, Bruce, and he drank it. Uh, so this is also a Hulk Easter egg. Now, what's very interesting about this? There is a literal comic story dedicated to Wolverine hunting down the Hulk. Wolverine vs. Hulk. So, maybe this is also an Easter egg that we might get Wolverine vs. Hulk in Secret Wars? Or maybe it's just saying we'll eventually get Hulk vs. Wolverine. Because, um, as of right now, they're saying, um, at least based upon the reports that I've read, is that at the end of the movie, Deadpool's going to be put into the MCU. Like, earlier in the trailer, the TVA's offering, like, saying, Deadpool, you can be a hero in a world amongst heroes. Basically saying, you help us, we'll put you in the MCU uh, sacred timeline. And... That's what it seems like they're going to do. Deadpool does whatever he needs to do. And then gets put on the sacred timeline. But we also know Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is going to be put on the sacred timeline as well. Uh, at least this variant or this version that's going to be in this movie. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine will be put in the uh, main MCU uh, sacred timeline. And he'll be looking for the MCU's uh, uh, X-Men. So he's going to be on the search for the X-Men and mutants in the 616... Um, Sacred Timeline MCU. And that's what's going to happen with Wolverine. Uh, which obviously means he'll probably bump past with Hulk, hence why, of course, you have the bottle in, in the in the corner of this picture as well. So that's another thing that was noticed in the trailer. I watched the trailer quite a few times, and I noticed something was on the side of Deadpool. I didn't really give much thought to it. And then eventually it came out that it was a Secret Wars comic. And then I was like, oh, fucking shit. That needs to be reported on. Like, that's big. That's a huge thing. Now, the last thing that I posted on my Twitter is uh, Pyra, and 
I didn't even notice this. <laughs> Um, which is really sad because I've actually gone back and watched the original X-Men movies in preparation for Deadpool 3 already. Uh, like, on Disney+, Plus, I've just been re-watching them, even watching Dark Phoenix and all that for the first time, which, you know, that movie was... Eh. Um, but I didn't even notice that Pyro was in this movie until I rewatched the trailer a few times. I'm like, this guy looks familiar. Why are they focusing in on this guy? And I was like, wait a fucking minute. That's fucking Pyro from the original X-Men movies. And sure enough, it's Pyro with a beard. Um... Now, we know that the Void, in Loki, it's explained that basically everything from branch timelines that get pruned gets put into the Void. And Pyro is in the Void in the trailer. Which means the Fox X-Men universes, obviously with the 20th Century Fox logo, but the Fox X-Men universes have probably been pruned at some point during the events of Loki uh, to present day. So... We're going to be seeing, like, I guarantee you guys, you're going to be seeing more than just Pyro in this movie. You're going to be seeing a lot more than just, um, you know, variants of Deadpool, which there is another picture. I didn't, I don't have it posted here, but there is another picture. So you have somebody dressed up in the uh, Deadpool getup, like the, um, you know, bald-headed Deadpool and burnt up. And then Ryan Reynolds is wearing a completely different Deadpool suit. And is standing in front of Wolverine and Deadpool, but it's a different Wade Wilson. He's got, like, a curly man bun, he's got long hair, his suit looks different than the Deadpool suit, of course, that we see in the trailer and whatnot, and it's a multiversal variant of Deadpool. And there's speculation that the Deadpool corpse, or cores, will be added into this movie. Now, with that behind-the-scenes photo, I know damn well... At least a multiversal variant of Deadpool is going to exist in this movie, or the Deadpool corpse are going to be in this movie. A hundred percent. There's going to be some version of the Deadpool corpse in this film. I have no doubt about that in my mind. Um, now, in the comic books, 616 Deadpool recruited a multiversal team of Deadpools, a.k.a. the Deadpool course, uh, and they ended up going after, like, this multiversal being. Um, oh, I forgot what the fuck his name was. Uh, hold on. Let me quickly look that up. Um, the dead pool horse. What was the name of him? He was a multiversal enemy. Um, it was something, uh, the awareness. Okay. So, the Deadpool Corpse is a team, like I said, that was created by 616 Deadpool. Um, and he was chosen by the Contemplator, didn't add that part, um, in stopping the cosmic entity known as Awareness. So that is the Deadpool Corpse in uh, the most basic summary that I can do. Um, let's do... Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find that picture. I'm hoping my, uh, my OBS isn't freezing right now, dude. I really hope not. Um... They probably don't have any pictures online. I mean, all these leaked photos aren't online uh, anyways, but uh, there was a picture of... Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to find it on here. Um, but take my word for it. I've seen it myself. It's Ryan Reynolds in a completely different Deadpool suit looking at Wolverine and somebody else dressed up as his Deadpool, um, and they're talking to each other. So there's two Deadpools on screen at once. Hence why the Deadpool corpse was being talked about. Um, but, 
So that's another major thing that's going on with this movie. The Deadpool corpse, uh, and, of course, you know, having Pyro in here and stuff, like, it makes me wonder, like, what, you know, how many versions of Wolverine are we gonna see in this movie? How many versions of Deadpool are we gonna see in this movie? Um, will there actually be a Deadpool corpse or are they just gonna throw it in there as, like, a, you know, gag or a, uh, you know, Easter egg? Uh, that's yet to be seen. Who knows? But, uh, ultimately for Deadpool 3, that's what I have to say about the trailer. I, I loved it. I thought it was a great trailer. Um, I definitely, it wasn't a red band trailer, so I'm not surprised there wasn't more, uh, you know, swearing in it. There wasn't more blood and gore in it. There was some blood. There was obviously some blood in this trailer, um, but it wasn't a red band trailer. So until we get a red band trailer for this film, it's, you know, it's not going to be super gory or super over the top and gratuitous or uh, super vulgar in language until we get a red band trailer, which is what I'm really looking forward to. But that is all I have to say about Deadpool 3. It looks great. I'm fucking excited. It comes out in July. Literally a few days after my birthday. It comes out five days. So almost a week after my birthday. Um, and Twisters, the next movie we're going to talk about, also comes out in July. I don't know when in July, but they said it's coming out in July. So my birthday month is going to be fucking packed with movies that I'm excited for. Now, this is the Twisters official poster. They put this out the other day. And it's kind of reminiscent of the original uh, one, you had, um, of course, Bill Paxton, rest his soul, um, I think in Helen Hunt, I think that's the, uh, actress that played Joe in the movie, um, so, a little bit of a story about Twister, I was a young boy, young guy, <laughs> uh, and I watched the movie Twister, and it made me fall in love with meteorology, now, I'm not in college for meteorology, um, math-wise, I wouldn't be good for that, but storm-chasing-wise, it doesn't pay well. So obviously, as I, you know, was growing up and uh, was deciding to go to college and stuff, I was like, I'm going to go to college for broadcast journalism. And I kind of figured that out around my junior, senior year. Um, so I changed what I, what I was going to college for, but originally it would have been, and I literally, from when I was a child and watched Twister, all the way until um, when I actually made the decision to go to broadcast within my, like I said, junior, senior year, that whole time frame, I wanted to be a meteorologist. I was dead set on that, being a meteorologist and a storm chaser, in particular, a tornado chaser. And dude, the amount of books that I read on tornadoes and hurricanes and severe weather, El Nino, La Nina, like, I read so many weather books because of Twister. In particular, I loved tornadoes. I was so infatuated with tornadoes, I did all this research to talk about tornadoes and all this research to, like, look at weather models and looking at Doppler or radar and how to be able to tell if there's a tornado with rotation, the hook echo and everything it was awesome. I loved it. I still love weather to this day. I, I'm just obviously not, you know, doing that as a profession. Uh, things have clearly clearly changed in my life, but I love weather. Tornadoes will always fascinate me, and I, I, I fucking, I love Twister. It got me into meteorology. It got me into that storm chasing and and, and the love for tornadoes and, and severe weather in general and looking into that. Like, it, it's a big part of my childhood, and I love the movie. It was a great film, very good story, um, and it inspired me. When I heard last year they were coming out with a sequel for Twisters, I was excited, but there wasn't much about the movie. The only thing we knew is that they were going to go the route that Bill Paxton said in, or set in 2015, where basically Joe and Bill's daughter would be chasing tornadoes and storms with a group of friends. That was like the most basic plot synopsis that he basically laid out, and that's what they went with, apparently. So, 
This movie has some very big names. Two that I'm mostly familiar with. Glenn Powell, obviously Top Gun Maverick, uh, as well as uh, Anyone But You. And uh, Anthony Ramos, who played in Transformers Rise of the Beast, one of my favorite movies of last summer. Um, and of last year. So, two big actors that I know and that I actually enjoy on screen. Um, and the, the tornadoes in this trailer look absolutely fucking phenomenal. Like, guys... If you go back and look at the original Twister, it was a marvel for CGI and, and for, uh, you know, special effects back in its day. And the original Twister came out in 1996, okay? It's an old movie, but the graphics, or the graphics, she's some video game talk here. Uh, uh, no, but the CGI and the, uh, you know, uh, special effects of the time hold up really well. You know what I find funny? Twister has the best tornadoes hands down out of any natural disaster movie I've watched. If you watch any other natural disaster movie that has tornadoes involved in it, the CGI for the Twister or the special effects look fucking awful. But you go to Twister and you're like, dude, back in 1996, these guys made real-looking tornadoes. Granted, yeah, it wasn't real, but it looked pretty real. This movie has actually realistic-looking tornadoes. Like, they don't look fake at all. Like... Yeah, it's obviously CGI. Yeah, it's obviously special effects. But the tornadoes in this movie look like real, tangible tornadoes in the real world. The only tornado, which I'm guessing will be an EF6. Don't quote me on that. But at the very end of the trailer, this door flies open. At, they seem to be at like a gymnasium or some like major town center location where they're probably hiding out from the storm. Like a maybe it's a major storm shelter. And there's this huge fucking tornado. Like... When you're looking at it, it takes up half, like, the screen, and it's still going beyond the screen. It's a huge fucking twister. And my guess would be it's an EF6. And even though that is a fake tornado, like, it's not, it doesn't exist in real life, because obviously in real life, the enhanced fajita scale only goes up to EF5. Uh, because they literally listed have, uh, listed as, like, EF5 is, like, 200 miles per hour and above. In terms of uh, ranking it. And although this is a fake tornado. And they will probably classify it as EF6 if I had to guess. Uh, within the, you know being like this this tornado is a one of a kind. It's never been seen before. That's probably what route they're going to go with in this movie. But it's a big twister. And even though it's fake. And it doesn't exist in real life. It looks pretty real. And it looks pretty good. Looks way better than any other tornado I've seen in any other movie. So... I really praise them on the work on the tornado designs of this movie because they look super fucking realistic. But it also seems like what they're going to be doing with the story is trying to find a way to destroy a tornado. Uh, there's a, a scene where Glenn Powell's character um, explains, uh, I'm guessing to uh, Bill and uh, Joe's daughter, that, you know, uh, I heard you wanted to destroy a twister or a tornado. And she was like, well, we never got the chance to. And he's like... Would you like one? So it seems like they're going to use Dorothy, which, uh, Dorothy 5 in particular, uh, and for those of you that don't know what Dorothy is, in the very first, um, movie, the whole objective of the first Twister was to get in front of a Twister's damage path, put down this device called Dorothy, and it has a bunch of sensors in it, and the tornado will suck up the Dorothy device, and it will release the sensors into the tornado, and they'll be able to collect data on the whole tornado structure, the wind speeds, Basically, everything they need to know about the tornado and how it works, uh, the different weather condi conditions and whatnot within it, right? So that way they can get a advanced warning system uh, created to, of course, warn people much ahead of time uh, of tornadoes. 
in this movie, it seems like they're going to use the Dorothy device and those same exact sensors, but find a way to destroy a tornado. So, like, make it dissipate, which kind of sounds like Geostorm, except in that movie, it was all done off screen, and it was this big orbital device and some sci-fi shit, and I really fucking hated that. So this movie seems like it's going to be fucking awesome in terms of uh, it's basically the same thing now when you watch the trailer too there's also new technology that they're obviously using there's a scene where glenn powell's character um flips a switch in his truck and he has like these drills on the side of it and it drills into the ground holding the uh truck in place while the tornado goes right overhead of them those cars actually exist in real life they are very armored um I think they took, like, a sports car or something. They armored it up, obviously, because when you're in a tornado, debris is, like, you know, metal and wood and all that is smacking against your car and being thrown at you at hundreds of miles per hour. Um, they armor up the car, they put drills on them, and they sat inside of a tornado. This actually, you can go on YouTube and find a video of it, but this guy sits in the middle of a tornado, and he's grilled in, in, into the ground with one of these armored cars that they use. Um, so that scene's in the movie, and he's having a great time. Um... There's also another scene where this guy screams, twins, there's two of them. And then if you look in the back of, you know, behind him, uh, there's a lady wearing a headset, like a VR headset. And then literally the scene after that is this plane driving towards the twin tornadoes. And that's a drone. My theory is she's controlling the drone with the VR headset. And driving it into the Twisters, which I think is really cool. So not only with this movie are we getting a, you know... But I guess you could say, like, a character, uh, or the child of legacy characters with a legacy device with a different intention, but we have new technology. So now we get to see tornadoes looked at through drones and modern-day technology and how they chase, which I think is fucking cool, because in the original Twister movie, there were no cars that you could drill, you know, use to drill yourself into the ground and sit in the middle of a tornado. That didn't exist back then. And also, drones didn't exist back then with VR headsets. So there's a lot of new technology going to be used in this movie, which I also find to be very interesting and super exciting because, you know, this is all new stuff. This is new, the new era of storm chasing, the new era of, you know, learning about storms. So on the technology side, in and of itself, and what they're going to be using in the movie, I'm excited to see what they do. Because it's been a long time since I've done, like, in-depth research on weather. Like, I know a lot. From what I learned when I was a kid, all the way up to now. But, obviously, as I became an adult and went into college and got into podcasting and stuff, I, I haven't really delved back into my me my love for meteorology and tornadoes and severe weather. But, I'm excited to see what's in this movie. Maybe it'll reignite my passion for, for well, it's not that it's gone, but, like, reignite it to, like, old, my, the old day levels and get me looking at, into, you know, new modern-day research on tornadoes and severe weather and seeing the different techniques they use today. Um, but ultimately, ultimately though, I, I'm so fucking excited for this movie. Like, this movie has a special place in my heart, and it genuinely, like, I won't lie to you guys, I'm as excited for this movie as I am Deadpool 3. Maybe even more excited for this movie than Deadpool 3. Because as much as I love De Deadpool and I love Marvel and that movie's gonna be fucking amazing, don't get me wrong, Twister, the movie, like the original movie, the impact that that had on my life, my childhood, and even my drive to go into college in the first place and what I wanted to go for and all the knowledge I have on weather and tornadoes, all of that came from Twister. Twister really motivated and pushed my life for a good chunk of, of my life.
Like, that movie had a huge impact on me. And now that it's getting a sequel, and it actually looks good, I'm, I'm really fucking happy. Like, I'm really fucking excited about it. Um, and I know for everybody else, they're gonna be like, how the fuck can you be excited for this movie on the same level as Deadpool? Or even more! Like I said, there's a personal connection I have with Twister, because of how much it's influenced me and uh, has made an impact on my life. Um, which, like I said, I love Marvel, I love Deadpool, but if there's any Marvel character that has an impact on my life a lot, it's Spider-Man, obviously, not Deadpool. Deadpool's, you know, something I more recently came to learn a lot about, and when I say recently, I mean, like, um, like, 2018, 2017, uh, that's when Deadpool became more in my mind, um, not because of the movies, but comics and movies. Because I really didn't stop reading comics until I got to, like, senior year of high school. Um, so I read comics for a long time. And I started picking up some Deadpool ones. Um, but yeah. Ultimately, I'm excited for Twisters. I'm excited for Deadpool. Madam Web comes out in a few days, so I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do about that, because I do want to go watch it. It comes out on Wednesday, so I can see it during a weekday. Uh, I just don't want to go by myself, so I'll, I'll see uh, if I can get anyone to go with me. Because um, I do want to go watch and do a review on it, see if it's actually even remotely good or not. Um, of course, we saw Venom 3 coming out later this year, Craven the Hunter coming out later this year, and of course, um, Kong, vs. Uh, Kong X Godzilla New Empire. So, I mean, I got quite a few movies to see this year. I got, like, what, three Sony Marvel movies, uh, Deadpool, and Twisters. So I got, and then... Kong. So I got like six movies to see this year. So I'll, I'm pretty stacked. Oh, and Terrifier 3. At the very end of the year. So. Good. Or October. So we got, ter we got Terrifier as well. Coming down the pipeline. So. Got about seven movies to watch. At least I think Terrifier comes up this year. I could be wrong about that, but. I got, a lot, I got a lot of movies to see this year. So, uh, I'm going to be very stacked with movie reviews and uh, talking about stuff. So, I'm pretty excited about that. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for the podcast. I, I hope you all enjoyed. Um, th those are the two major trailers I wanted to talk about. I know, obviously, they had trailers for Knuckles and stuff like that. But, personally, I'm not a big Knuckles guy. Um, I know my friend and... Uh, my old uh, PC Boys uh, co-host. Uh, I had I used to... So funny, back when the podcast began, it was me, my friend, David, and Kevin. We we started this podcast together. Um, and my friend David, he could tell you everything you need to know about Sonic and uh, even Knuckles. So I know he's probably going to talk about Knuckles uh, in one of his upcoming YouTube videos probably at some point. Or maybe at the end of the year he'll talk about it. Uh, but I know that you know he'll, he'll be definitely mentioning uh, it at, at some point. Because uh, he mentioned uh, the Sonic movies in some of his YouTube videos. Um, I'll actually uh, link his uh, channel in the description below uh, for both audio uh, and the video podcast. So you guys can go check out his channel. Um, but yeah, no, um, he'll probably have a lot to talk about that. You gotta remember, when it comes to me podcasting, talking about movies and stuff like that, it's all based upon what I'm excited for. Um, I, I'm not a news outlet, right? I don't talk about every movie, like... Um, like other people do, I just talk about what I'm interested in, um, if I was doing this for obviously, like, a bigger, like, you know, news station or, or talk show or whatever, I'd talk about everything there is under the sun, but 
I'm only doing this for my own time, so I'm only talking about what I'm really interested in. But yeah, uh, when we get more on Twisters, uh, if we get anything more major about it, I'll talk about it with you guys. And same thing with Deadpool, obviously, because it's Marvel, and you know we love talking Marvel here. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys got some good information, have some you know uh, good things to sit back on and you know think about. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening, and I will catch you all in the next one.